Welcome to Launch Left, an intentional space for art and activism. My name is Rain Phoenix. We are a podcast, a label, a launchpad for left of center artists. Today's special guest, Danielle. Please welcome him to the show, but don't forget to rate and subscribe. Follow us on all socials at Launch Left. Hi, Danielle. Welcome to the show. Danielle, I think that's how I should probably pronounce it. I love it that way. Do you like it that way? Danielle, yep. Okay, cool. Thank you for being on Launch Left. Of course. I'm excited. Awesome. Well, we're going to get right into it now. Yeah. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about your new record, 82. It's phenomenal. I love it. It's oh, so good. You. It's so good. Really, really brilliant. I cannot believe you're 19 years old. Just such an accomplishment. I, I love all the samples and the way that you stitched everything together. I think is a really powerful piece of work. What Thank drew you. you to make this record? Have you always made music? And actually, the, the biggest question I always ask, how did music originally find you? Um, yeah, I mean, I started making music when I was six years old. And I started by like freestyling over like rap instrumentals like Mob Deep or Nas. Um, and then I started making beats from there. And I was always really inspired by like Kanye West, um, you know, Kate Cuddy, Childish Gambino. It's like artists that like spend a lot of time on their on their projects and their albums. And so I wanted to make sure when I put out like this project that we that we really put the time in and the effort in. And I, I started working on it two years ago. Um, and it's been like a long, long journey to right now to finally putting it out. So I don't know, it feels good. Did it feel great? Or right now, are you having like that depression that comes after you put something out? And now what's next? When I put out, put out my first project, uh, Madison High, I was, I, I put it out and I, I sat with it. And there was like so many things that me and my friends who's who you know who's my team we're like just uh oh we could have done this better we could have like done this better but this time around on the 82 project i have no complaints and i love it you know i love it front to back and i listen to it a lot it's kind of weird to say you listen to your own music but like this time around i can finally say that i'm proud of it and and all my friends are proud of it my mom's proud and you know i feel good like i feel like uh I really told my story in the most genuine, authentic way. Are you planning any live performances or tours or do you have a booking agent? Like what is your plan for getting the the music out there more? No, yeah, I have a booking agent. Um, we're, I'm going to be doing the Lyrical Lemonade Festival this summer in Chicago, August 21st. Um, I'm performing uh, the same day as ASAP Rocky, which is really cool because I love ASAP um. Rocky. Yeah, I'm going to take like a fire ass picture with him. So, <laughs> right on. <laughs> and now we're planning a tour at the end of the year. So, we've been doing like these little pop up shops because um, we've been building like the uh, the merch brand along with the music too that the fans really love. It's uh, called Kosher. And so, we do like these, um, these like small, we'll invite only 50 fans into like the small room. We'll give them like a little performance you know, show them the merch that we've been working on and just vibe with them one-on-one. And we did one in Portland like a week ago, which is crazy. And we're going to start taking that all over the country before we do this tour. Like a pre, a little warm-up 
before we do the actual tour in the fall. Innovating the space of live performance and bringing your fans in in a small microwave is really powerful and, and spreads the world, the word virally a lot. You know what I mean? Because your fans tell other people and then your show ends up being well attended from doing a bunch of little small yeah. satellite like shows. having having like a personal connection too with, with the fans is important to me. Like we have really big on like the Discord. We have like the uh, Instagram group chats. We have like a, like a bunch of kosher kosher fam group chats with all the fans in it we have uh you know i mean pretty much everything you can think of as a way to connect with them we have it you know because it's really important to us to have that that intimate that intimate connection you know what i mean and um also just like not not necessarily treating them like just a supporter it's like I'll, sometimes we'll be in the discord and we'll have like regular conversations about what our favorite show is or you know what movie we we just watched or like how we felt about a new album that just came out you know it's like it's it's a family for real yeah off that do you have any sort of plans for an interactive video that includes some of that kind of gaming um you know collaboration that you're talking about with your fans but like in a making a video sort of with some of that in yes. there or? i'm i'm actually already like we just dropped this project and like i really like I'm already ready to get back to work, you know, like I already want to get back working on the album. So I'm working on an upcoming album and um, I don't want to say too much about it, but pretty much there's going to be like a short film that goes along with it that I'm writing um, and storyboarding and there's going to be a whole concept with it and we're going to get the fans involved in that. It's going to be cool. You know, in your own way, you're very individual, but you're also, um, you can tell you have the potential for a really wide audience with your individuality. What was that inspiration for you? Honestly, like, so when I was a kid, before I started making music, I used to, like, uh, make short films um, and shit like that. So, like, I would have, like, this little camera that my mom got me, and I would edit, like, little videos on Windows Movie Maker, which is, like, a free software you get on your PC when you get it. And I would make, like, I, uh, like men in black skits, and, like, I would write skits, and I would have my little brother and sister play the say the lines and stuff like that. And I've always been like my end goal, like when all this is over to be like is to be directing movies and to be like like uh, creating like a visual experience for for the people that support me. So, um, wow, that's so cool. Like, I've always just been in the creating and I don't I just I think we're in a time now where it's like there's, there shouldn't be any boxes. You know, like if you want to like one day I want to make a song, but then tomorrow I want to make a movie. And then the next day I want to like, you know, jump uh, go cliff jumping with my friends and like make a documentary out of it like i think you should do that like i think you really yeah. should do it wants to do yeah so you're a multi-platform artist would you identify with that yeah i just i just like to create like i just like to whatever i'm feeling that day mm-hmm. wow well i mean you're 19 and if if your record is any indication of like the future that you have in the art world uh you're going to take over the world. I feel so lucky to be here on the early side of your career and be able to talk to you about like what drives you and and uh, and I assume your your parents or your your mom is, was really supportive or is really supportive. Yeah, my mom is really supportive and she uh, yeah she's always been there for me. He's just like she's like the mom like if you look at her Facebook, which I'm not going to expose that because it's embarrassing. But if you find her Facebook, she's like constantly posting about me. She's proud of me. And I'm sure she like tags all her Facebook friends in it. Like Daniel just dropped the video or whatever. And I'm sure they're tired <laughs> of it. But no, she's, she's super proud. So. And I, I can relate. 
Aww. I tell her, I tell her an idea I have, and she's just like, "How can we make it happen?" You know, that's really cool. That's so cool. So you've got siblings too. Are you the oldest, or are you? Um... Yeah. Well, no, I'm yeah. the, I'm the middle child. My mom has seven kids. Wow, and, um, beautiful. So I grew up in a really big family, and you know, growing up, like we were like always kind of stuck together, you know, and supported each other. Like most of my life, we were like up until like a year ago, you know, we were like homeless pretty much. And for most of our lives, we were moving around from like shelter to homeless shelter to couches, like staying with friends, constantly moving. And now like this, this like, yeah, I can finally say like, like my mom has a place and like I have a place and like it's just starting to get better. And, and we we have like this really like, it's starting to get to like, now that we have that, like we can even bond even closer because we were all moving around so much too, where we couldn't really bond on like a deep level all the time. But now, like, we can, like, sit in the living room and, like, watch a show together. Like, we can have moments like that. And I think that's really big. And, you know, and me making the music and, like, talking about my life in it is bringing all of us closer, too. Because, like, I'll speak on something in a song where my brother will call me, like, oh, I didn't know that's how you felt. It's That's cool. Let's talk about it, you know? And it's, it's, it's just, I don't know. It's it's all really, really positive right now. So. You're so positive, like, and your energy is so positive. It's outstanding that that you've channeled that kind of uncertainty and, um, you know, and having to grow up too, too quick, which I think anyone who's yeah. dealing with with uh, those issues. Put it, you know, and it's also like a, a blessing in the skies because I feel like in a sense I can relate to so much people's pain because I've been through so much different type of pain, moving around so much, living in different places, being in different cultures, like. Being around, like, we were living in California, and then we were living in Vegas, then we were living here, and, like, I got to, I had to go through so many different types of things that almost, like, I feel like um, I, I can I can relate to a lot of what other people are going through, and that's why I'm able to speak on it and, and help other people, as well as helping myself at the same time. Beautiful. That actually brings me to the question I always ask everyone, too, is uh, what is, like, your form of activism, or how do you show up for the world at large um you know i'm 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 from portland oregon and uh my biggest thing right now is 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 for for one you know a lot of a lot of the you know the african-american community that i've grown up around and been around has been um unfortunately like being passing away lately there's been a lot of murders in my city and that's one thing i want to bring light to and and um you know, there's been a lot of just injustice in general. And I speak on that on my song 82nd on the project, you know. Um, people, when people think of Portland, they think of like this, like super, like, the, like, like perfect, like the whitest place in America. But there's, there's a, there's a whole black culture out here. And there's also a lot of stories that need to be told right now. And that's, that's the one thing I'm really standing for right now. And also just in general, I want to, I want to, I want to help the kids that are like this internet age that are, are depressed because they're on the phone and like comparing their life to other people or reading comments. It's like when we post something on the internet, we're allowing ourselves to be judged by millions of people. And, you know, it's kind of like something that we adapted to, but if anybody's listening right now, that's young and like on the phone and like on the internet, you know, just like don't compare yourself to these people. Like love yourself no matter what, and like, and know that some of the, a lot of the things you see through the phone are just like uh, created 
for you to see it that way. And not everything's perfect. And we all have ups and downs as humans. And I think that's the biggest thing is knowing that it's okay to like have that struggle. And it's okay to have like those down moments. It's okay to not have a million likes, a million followers or things like that, you know, and just, just like love yourself, no matter, no matter what, like the world says you're supposed to look like, be like love who you're supposed to love, how you're supposed to feel like, just feel how you feel and vibe like that, you know, keep it kosher. Wow. I mean, you're 19. Like, where is this coming from? It's like you've, uh, <laughs> you know, to have this level of positivity and, and courage, but also um, a willingness to think of others and to include others and to feel connected to others because you know, we, like everyone goes through all kinds of things that yep. are unspeakable or speakable. But for you to be like, hey, I'm I'm a resource of of example and I'm, and that you speak out about it is so powerful and important. Like, thank you for your service and the fact that it's not just all about you. No, I just, I am just so impressed. And I, and I'm, I love that you have so much Portland pride, you know? I, I mean, I thought I film all my, like, I, I, I just moved to LA. I'm living in LA now, but whenever we like storyboard a video, I write the script down. I'm like, we're going to, go to Portland to shoot this. All the videos are shot in Portland. You know, it's really important for me to like shoot it where I'm from, but also it's like, look at it. Like it's just a vibe, you know, it's nature. It's like, it's green. It's, it's, it's fire. So. I guess I'm curious how, uh, how you recorded it. Did you use Ableton, Pro Tools, okay. Logic? We're really big on like recording with potatoes. I'm playing. <laughs> I love that answer. Potatoes. <laughs> nah, but honestly, in a way, cause so yeah, basically what we did is like we set up, we had access to like the studio in LA that was like really nice and had all the like, I'm really big into like how like the machines work and the compressors and the boxes. And I wanted to like really create like this vintage sound almost with the project, like this nostalgic feeling. And um, I was really inspired by like, uh, by like the sounds of like Beach House, the band. Um, I'm really inspired by like Starfucker, which is a band from Portland. And like the way that the, the the music sounded, like coming out the speakers and the way the vocals like were like mixed. And um, so we basically set up like a studio inside my crib and kind of got like we're like fucking around with like machines and like synthesizers. Like we'd bring like like singers in and just ha like made it like a vibe house, you know. And um, mm -hmm. and this really it was like it was a, a, a bunch of exper experimenting. And until we got it to sound how we wanted it to sound, you know. Yeah, we we used uh, like I, some of the songs we recorded on FL Studio, some of the songs we recorded on Logic, some of the songs we recorded on Pro Tools. It was like mm -hmm. there was no one specific workflow. We just like were all over with it. Like there was no there was no structure. We just kind of just made it work. Wow. Do you mind me asking who mixed it and and produced it? Because uh, I'm assuming you produced it, but uh, yeah. because there was such amazing cohesion considering the different formats you used. Yeah. So. I, I did most of the production, me and my friend Louie. But we 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 would bring in, like, uh, there's this guy named Atrion Man from Australia. And um, he's really great with, like, the keyboard and piano and choirs. And I told him, man, like, I want to get choir. Like, on my song, Both Face of the Sun, I told him that I wanted to, like, bring a choir in on it, you know? And um and he's just so talented and knows so many talented people. Like, um he brought in a choir, had them, like, lay down the section on there, which just turned out amazing. And um, on my song, Lost Ones, he, he was playing, like, the piano on the intro and, like, the different uh, 
uh, keyboard sections throughout the song. And so, yeah, it was it was a collaborative effort for sure. Yeah, you can tell it has like um, there's just a lot of goodwill on the record. Like you can feel the energy, the joy molecules, you know, like people getting (laughs) together and like making something that came from really wanting to create something lasting and beautiful and and timeless. And I think it is the Um, crazy thing for me is like I was just telling my friend the other day while I was recording a lot of these songs, I was actually um, because I started recording when I was 17. Um, And a lot of at that time, I was struggling a lot, you know, with myself in general. And just like I was like going to L.A. and the, the world was new to me out there, the people and the energy. And I was like finding myself in that process. And some of those songs I made when I was really going through it. And so this project for me is like what it means is like the process of overcoming something. Because from the start of this project to when I finished it, I watched myself overcome, you know, like depression and different things. And and I came out the other side just feeling like a new person is happy and happy with what I made and just in life in general. You know, yeah, I would say if anything, this project is like, that's what it means to me, like this process of overcoming, because as positive as it is, when I first started, it, it was a struggle, you know, it was a struggle to get there, you know, but it wasn't just always perfect, but it, it came out and um, I came out the other side feeling, feeling great about it. So, yeah. Do you think that because you were making a record through a difficult time, um, that that was part of the catalyst for coming out of that difficult time was that you were being creative. Do you feel that art yeah, has that? I was, using, I was definitely using the music and writing the videos, you know, as a way, as, as an escape, because when I, when I had first came out to LA, there was uh, a lot of people that were wanting to kind of create the vision for me. And I think that's why I felt the way I felt mental health wise, because I don't, I didn't feel like I was being myself. I didn't feel like I was expressing myself. How I wanted and, I was doing like formulas, you know, and like it's like listening to other people's visions. And then one day I woke up and I said, fuck that. Let's create what we want to make. Let's make how we want to make. I'm going to write the videos. I'm going to do it with my friends who I went to high school with. And we're going to make something that we all love and can be proud of. And then once we did that, that's when like the overcoming start process began. Absolutely. God, you just like contextualized, you know, what I think often is missed by artists who do uh, get commodified early and don't break free of that. But when you do it, there's an empowerment in that. And that's what, unless you've done it, you don't know that on the other side of that sphere of doing it, there's empowerment. And there's a knowing that like following your artistic integrity is actually what's going to bring you joy. Right. And that's, you know, and and to see that that people received it well and, and 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 enjoyed what me and my friends just like spent like countless hours on just really having fun doing it means the world yeah that's it's that's like you know you don't do it for that reason but then that response emboldens that same like yeah, courage I mean, it feel, yeah it does feel good you know because you never mm-hmm. know like but at the end of the day it's like I, I feel like every artist, like, as long as you made something that you love personally, that you can go to sleep at night listening to and, like, play this and, like, look, I'm proud of this. I think that's that's what matters. Is there anything else you'd like to share before you go? Um, 
I just want to say this one more time to any kid, you know, that's watching this. Please don't let this screen that you're looking at change how you feel about yourself, you know, love yourself, like literally, you know, like, and put, and no, don't be afraid to share your art out there. Even if it gets one comment, like one like, one share, like put that shit out there, post it, keep posting, keep putting your art out there or whatever it is that you love to do, whatever that may be, keep sharing that with the world. Cause even if it's helping one person, that's, 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 that's powerful enough, you know? And yeah, that's, that's what I have to say. Thank you so much for your time and your music and your art and your film. We can't wait to see you grow and shine more. You're really uh, an amazing shining example and an inspiration. Thank you so much. What's up? It's Danielle. We're about to play the song 82nd on launch left. And um, yeah, I hope you guys enjoy it as much as I do. Can I please rise for Portland's anthem? Police brutality and racism. Lots of them have just come out and bring tear gas at a 
Launch Left aims to create an intentional space that highlights and empowers all artists for whom radical creativity is not a choice, but a necessity. Launch Left begins with music, but its ultimate aim is to launch left-of-center artists in all creative fields. 